Conservatives love conservatives until they start keeping it real. And we and we keep it real. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree Podcast. Our political leaders have been lying to us for years. And no matter what side of the political aisle they're on, we call them out. If it's politics, entertainment, culture, elections, and anything in between, we're talking about it. And we back it up with smarts coming to you straight between the ears. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast with your host, Wayne Dupree, Lee Blue Eyes Bella, and Hutch the Godfather Bailey Jr. Well, hello. Welcome. Here we are. We are here. I'm trying to remove some things there. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Facebook, Twitter. Who else is on with us? Twitch. All, all kinds of places. People. Rumble and whatnot. My goodness. I'm trying to pull up one of our good banners so that way we know what we're talking about today. Hope you had a good week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, happy Veterans Day to all our veterans out there serving proudly or had, that have served proudly. It's your day. Uh, I was one of those people, too, so uh, I'm reveling in uh, our accomplishments uh, now you know it's a little disenchanting lately when you see the activities of our senior leadership uh, in the military they've been corrupted it's it's sad it really is i i actually contemplated trying to pretend i wasn't a veteran you know but Aww, i figured out i better not do that man. I, I didn't do anything dishonorable by god no you didn't you did everything right so uh, happy veterans day to you and honoring you for your service well, thank you. I think Wayne's probably getting into his combat gear right now. He's probably stra- strapping up those boots. Yeah, he, he might be. Ready. He might be heading out to, out to another country. I guess. Um, all right. So, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, I mean, we had a lot of things uh, going on throughout the week. We had a uh, a bunch of political things. I, I don't know. I, I think uh, we probably are going to concentrate a little bit on something a little bit more important than politics today. Yeah, I think it's something that. Uh, gets pushed by the wayside. There's a lot of looking in the chat room. There's some fingers getting pointed here and there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, we all sat there and allowed it to happen. So now we got to clean it up. We got to get our families back together, Leah. I mean, we, it's the and foundation play, of our very civilization. Right. And the first thing to talk about is how parents play a pivotal role in their child's life. They're the pillars of support, guidance, and love. The nuclear family is a term that was coined back in the 60s. And what it meant was you had a mother, a father two children. That was the nuclear family. Uh, it started to deteriorate in the nineties. Uh, in fact, I think there was, it, it was in 2000, it was 20% less than what it was in 1960s. And I think that that's very tumultuous. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a huge shift. Don't you think? Well, yeah. And just, just because of, you know, I've been around a little bit longer. It actually started with the, uh, what was it called? The, uh, great, not the great, the great establishment, I forget what Lyndon Baines Johnson called it. Uh, somebody will come in the chat room and say it. But mm-hmm. uh, it was basically the birth of the welfare state. And there were some some things in there that pretty much determined how the family was going to uh, not survive, uh, starting in the lower income community, which happened to be the black community in the 60s, mainly. And right. it, it had provisions that you could get welfare, you know, get relief uh, money or whatever for children, but you weren't allowed to have a man in the house. That immediately negated uh, 
the family being propagated because you, you have this woman that's in the great society. Thank you, Marlene. Um, you, you had this woman that's trying to survive and trying to, you know, raise her kids by herself. Uh, so she's looking between, is it daddy government or dad, baby daddy? Right. And government pretty much won every time. So right. now you have a, a whole group of young men who are displaced. They have no responsibility. I mean, I can't imagine what that felt like for a man that had his head screwed on straight. Should have married her, by the way, dude. You messed up, but you did. <laughs> right. But to sit there and, you know, I'm not talking about the thugs that you have now that are that are going around and impregnating as many girls as they can right, and being right, proud right. of it. I'm not talking about those morons. I'm talking about somebody that cared about his woman and his children and to be discarded like that had to be hard, man. That, that had to be tough. Absolutely. And uh, they said that over two thirds of children in the United States will spend at least some time in a single parent household. Uh, we just talked about this. Well, we talked about a little bit before the show. You, it's hard to be fatherless as a woman and it's hard to be fatherless as a man. So little boys are just affected just as much as little girls are when it becomes, when it's, when you're fatherless, I said, I've seen women in high school. I remember them. They were very promiscuous. They were, they were lost. They were looking for love in all the wrong place. Do you ever see Forrest Gump? It was like mm -hmm. Jenny. Jenny had a terrible relationship with her dad. She didn't have him. She threw her saw or her shoes at the old building that he lived in. Uh, it was horrible. And she was always constantly trying to fill that void. There is a void there when you don't have a dad and if you don't have a mother. And that's why it's so important to have the nuclear family. And now we're living in this postmodern family society where it includes single parent families. And I'm not cutting on single parents, don't get me wrong, because I have seen some great mothers raise Forrest up. Gump's mom. Right. Forrest Gump's mom. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying you are considered then a phenomenon. You're considered the minority, not the majority, because the majority suffer greatly uh, in single parent homes. It's hard to raise a child and compensate for the mother or for the father. And I think that that's why we're seeing such a weak society right now with the millennials. They're weak, aren't they, Hutch? They're well, weak. They're <laughs> weak-minded. You know, I have, uh, before I retired, I had... Uh, almost 200 workers that worked for me in five different maintenance activities. And every one of the supervisors over the last five years that I worked were like, man, these kids don't want to work, man. Yeah. They come in here. I mean, now what we do is working on equipment, working on big equipment. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of physicality to it. And, you know, they complain to me every time they'd see me. I'm like, fellas, it is, it's the only team we have. You got to do the best you can out here. But, you know, you said about, about the girls and the boys and, not having fathers, one of the effects of boys not having fathers is they become feral. You see them out in the street. I mean, they don't have any. Once a young boy, speaking because I was one, <laughs> hits about 13 years old, as soon as that young boy, if there's any little bit of Satan in it, and most young boys, there's at least a little bit in there. Yeah. As soon as they realize that nobody can whoop their ass, it's on. It's on. You're right, going to go right. by your own rules. And I'll tell you, when I look for a house, I look at demographics. All right. I profile, if you want to call it, the synonym to profile is street smarts, by the way. That's the same thing. Right, right. But I look at demographics and I don't give two shits what color people are, but you better be married. 
If you're not married, I don't want to live near you. If you I have children and you're very... not married, stay away from me. I don't want to have to shoot your kids. <laughs> I think that's a very logical way of thinking of it. Um, and, and when you talk about marriage, don't you think, I'm sure that you agree with this, that income then becomes less of an issue when you're married because you oh, have that's, two- there's, there's, there's a factual studies that actually quote that. The easiest way to stay out of poverty is to not have children out of wedlock. Correct. It's the easiest exactly. way. You're almost, easy. you're almost guaranteed to take your family into poverty if you're a single mother. Listen to that. I mean, you're almost guaranteed to take your family into poverty, what Hutch just said. <clears throat> Not and to now mention we're seeing- the most dangerous place for a child in America is with his mom's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now we're seeing that. a Think financial- about that. It's true. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And our financial landscape has now changed because historically the middle class, the, the traditional nuclear family structure would was able to significantly uh, take down the risk, like you said, of being expensive or unstable. Now we have this generation where with medical, I guess you could say medical care, uh, responsibilities, colleges, which I want to bring up next, uh, you're, you're rolling the dice when you're a single parent. You don't know how you're going to pay for it. And I want to talk about a point that you made uh, when it comes to colleges. Uh, back in the 80s, they opened up, you said they opened up the doors for everybody to go to college. And the government people- did. The government did it with easy college loans, tuition right. loans. So now Hutch says the government has opened up these doors now in the 80s for everybody to get these college loans. So then what happens? You've got to take out a second mortgage on your house just for your kids to go to college. Then what happens? Then you're fighting over the money issues. Even though you were a nuclear family, you're fighting over the money issues. Now you and your wife are divorced. The husband's depressed. He becomes an alcoholic. The wife goes out, has a kid with a boyfriend. Now she's broken. And the son is like, this is all my fault. He's getting indoctrinated into college. And then he gets on drugs or commit suicide. So you've got a college indoctrination that's now affecting the nuclear family and they want that. Now you got me wanting to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is, it's really a scary thing when you look at the domino effect that the government has on our society when trying to keep the family together. Hi Wayne. Happy, happy veterans day. Thank you for your service. The whole chat has been saying thank you to both of you. Yeah, uh, you're 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 welcome. My pleasure. Um, yeah, I I would do it again if it was 1986. Um, <laughs> Get me out of the middle. Get me out of here. Oh, okay, my fault. Okay. Oh yeah, we'll trade. There we go. <laughs> if it were if it were 1986, I would I would swap over and uh, swap over. Y'all got me looking at the screen and saying crazy stuff. I would um I would. Uh, have joined again if it was 1986 1987 i, I wouldn't join today i heard uh, but yeah uh, well it's about to become 1983 like the it'll come back it'll cycle back it always does it did after vietnam you really think so yeah pandora's box baby i have um, to i have to think so yeah well i mean i'm just i'm prepared if it's not but i still have to hope that the, that's a hell of an uh, institution we were in man that wasn't a bullshit institution the There's a couple of bad apples. The <laughs> transmissioners have already taken over. Uh, the transmissioners. I just got that. <laughs> the, the, the transmissioners have already taken over uh, TV and oh, the studios boy. and stuff. Now we got uh, ships named after them. And sh- oh, Nate, yeah, they got. Come on, man. I mean, <laughs> damn. 
And, and, and you know, they got the dude that looks like Rachel Levine when, when he was young, except he looked like General Milley. He sounded like General Milley Vanilli. <laughs> you see him when Christmas is, to all the members that serve in this ship. It's, who serves in a ship? I know, Except man. for a trans testicle. Yeah, yeah. It's man. on the ship, man. On yeah. the ship. On the ship, yeah. On the ship. Oh, that was foul. He almost <sighs> didn't take that bottle either, man. It was like, take it. We were talking family. Family, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to save the family, y'all. We got to save the family. And we've gotten to a place where we've been talking about uh, Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and our and our blinders have, well, not really all of us, but a lot of people's blinders have been on uh, keeping the family intact. And the more that you look off into D.C. and look at that crap that's happening on up there, and we can't really do anything about it except vote them out uh, because they're already afraid if we march. Um, or, I mean, and and where a lot of people aren't getting involved with their communities anymore uh, or they're staying away from that, it really has to start in home. And it's just that simple. It has to start in the home. A father and a, and, and a, a listen to what I'm saying. The family does better when there are both parents in their lives. But when a when a baby is born, when a child uh, is when a child comes together, it comes together because of a man and woman. I, I, I to this day, I don't know that a man can have a baby with a man. And I, I've never seen a woman have a baby with a woman. You, need to, I mean, yes, a woman might get that thing <laughs> with the, the thing, sperm. You know, the thing. Yeah, you know, the sperm thing, you know. It's all confused, boy. <laughs> but it cut, but not, not because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, you know. Kind hurt them. Well, hurt them. But it comes from a man. So, I mean, a child yearns for. Big Mike. <laughs> a child yearns for both sexes. Oh yeah, to make to make them complete, it yearns for that. Okay, that's how because they learn about people. That's how they were created. Okay, right. So right. I mean, and you know, we can go back to the old saying: Well, a woman can can teach a young female how to be a um, a female, but a woman can't teach a man a, a little boy how to be a man. A woman can't teach a, a boy what the rules are in the public urinals in the bathroom. They yeah. have no idea. So now I got to go in the bathroom and I'm taking a leak and some dude pulls up next to me and starts talking to me. He don't know the rules. Don't yeah. talk to me. Yeah. This, is not, this is a no talk area. <laughs> and a dad cannot tell a, a pre-progressive, like a 13 year old girl that's going through puberty on what's yeah. about to happen next and how to do it. Right. Can you imagine Hutch sitting down with a little girl and trying to explain that? I'll that's be like, weird. I don't know. Don't ask you the name. Yeah. yeah. You cannot, your daughter cannot get told how to do things to her body for health reasons by her dad. That's a very hard conversation to have. And I've said, look, I had I had two girls. Not once did I talk about that women's stuff with the girls. I left it out to her mom. Right. You know, because I Same don't know here. nothing about it. I, I, I don't know nothing about timing. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I mean. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. I will be a spy and go to the store and get you what you need. <laughs> yeah, take that. Yeah, 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 I pay for that. Now remember, like you Pamela, know. Pamela said, Mass not true. Gills on line twelve. Mass <laughs> yeah, on line 12. yeah. <laughs> Pamela says, "Not true." My daddy hooked me up. 
you are an exception to the rule. Your dad, your dad was phenomenal. Then I'm That's just great, saying, right. I'm just saying most dads can't do that. They might not have the, the ability to show that maybe they, they don't understand it because they were never taught it. I'm just saying I'm it's not, not in their wheelhouse. Stuff in, to my daughter. I don't even yeah, want to. Yeah. yeah and I would not, I would not have wanted my dad my to do that. Now, family can might, and, yeah. and that's fine. Like I said, everybody's different, but that is a small group Check, where the larger yeah. group has trouble with that. Check this out too. And t- you know, y'all can tell me, y'all can tell me if I was wrong or right. But when he got a certain age, I was like, no, I don't see on my knee. No, don't take no pictures of you sitting on my knee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> they got a time when Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie O'Donnell, is that what her name? Rosie O'Donnell and all these people were coming out with all these TV shows when, when the ratings were losing and stuff. Then they came out and talked about how they were uh, um, touch and stuff when they were grown, I mean, when they were kids. Notice, notice what I said when their ratings were falling off and stuff. Oh, when I was growing up, I was passed around and all this stuff. So I, you know, I, I thought to myself, I was like, I, I love my daughters, but I don't want to be in that. Well, I'm not saying that my daughters will put me in this situation. I just was watching what the time was going on. It's taboo stuff, these, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling blaming their with, right. blaming right. their uncles, blaming their stuff. Right. And remember, they don't have to prove you did something to them. Yeah. You have to prove that you didn't do it. Right. Right. Which is a very it's like the Lautenberg Amendment. You know, you can go out there and get accused of abuse, of spousal abuse or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get convicted. All right. you gotta do is be accused and you don't get a federal job. That's absolutely right. correct. Because right. I used to That's make they used to make me put them in the applications. And what's concerning yeah. to me, and what's concerning to me is this postmodern family that they now talk about. Remember, the nuclear family was something in the 60s and 70s, two parents, two kids. Prehistorically, they had a they had a uh, geologist, I think that's what they're called, dig up, an archaeologist actually dig up a family from pe- prehistoric times. They were all genetically linked to each other, which means that they stayed together in life as they did death. So the nuclear family if you want to follow the science, is the right way to go. But now we have this postmodern family where two women can now adopt a child or get artificially inseminated and raise a little never, boy up. I'm never going to be for that. I don't give and, a damn. I'm never going to be for that. And raise a little boy up in a two-woman household where one of the women, one of the women stay a little bit more butch and then the other one plays the woman role, right? And so as they grow up, they see this. This little boy sees this and he has to make it acceptable in his mind, right? Nope. And now he's on the defense all the time. So now they're grown up, right? Flash forward to 2021. So now you've got a little boy that was raised by two women that were completely, mm-hmm. we're just going to assume that they were woke and from Seattle because that's where some of the first adoptions were ever by two lesbian couples, okay? So these woke parents in Seattle raise up this child and then what happens to him? He now identifies and gets angry at anyone who goes against- Goes to the school and shoots post, it up. Postmodern family. <laughs> well, he, he morphs into this Antifa-like- I'm offended by everything because you can't accept my parents, even though no one's saying anything. Well, it's they, your parents trying to throw it in our faces. Just leave us alone. Do you see what I'm saying? Now here we are with this lazy millennial. I'm trying to group them together. It's hard. They, they, they might be angry at their parents because yeah. they yeah, don't be. realize they, they don't understand how to work those type of emotions because they don't have the what they were born with. Okay, again, you're born with a male and a female. Right. That's what you're born with. Those things are in here. So, um, well, those things put you together. 
to be who you are. So if you're looking for answers, we talked about your soul the other day. Your soul is like, okay, this is telling me this, but there's got to be something else. There's got to be something else. You know, your brain is bizarre. It's bizarre. Would you ever have thought in a thousand years that we'd be having this conversation 20 years ago? No, no, um, I don't. I didn't. I make didn't. it make it thirty years ago. Make okay. it thirty. Well, yeah. I mean, I did see some transmissioners when I was growing up, but I didn't. But, it was, think. but, but it was they like were in off Vegas. inside. They yeah, were all in the in closet. They right. were all in the closet. Man. Yes, no, they, no, were. No, they were. They were. Let me they say were. something. Let me say something because I'm I'm watching some stuff in this chat room, uh, not just to you, TJ, but I saw you say it. I know that there we, we're already over the bridge. We already have way too many single parent families. God bless every one of them. We do. I'm, we're not sitting here trying to denigrate any of those people. All we're trying to do is say, let's admit that it's not right. Right. And and, and you and, can be successful. God bless you. Right. But man, for a society as a whole, right. The function with any type of morality or discipline uh, or anything positive, it's so much easier when we do it the way we were designed to do it let me and look at the world now Hutch's points being proven look at what's going on boys are dressing up like girls to get into Loudoun County bathrooms and raping the child and then the school's covering up and for any it. man any man on the damn planet that was raised by normally raised could have predicted that yeah let me we let knew me, it was uh, going to happen we know what boys are and we shouldn't we shouldn't have to come on here and uh preface talking about the family as a unit and fixing it because of and and because somebody is uh feeling bad because we're downing a single fam a, a single run family we shouldn't have to do that we should be able to say that a family unit is better for kids and just walk off that's our opinion based on fact based on scientific fact on top of that there there is a fact out there that kids work better with when you have the parents in the home that's just how it is sorry parents, if the parents are running the street and i've seen it when i was growing up if the parents are running the street the kids are nasty the kids are crummy <laughs> the, the kids are evil and the kids grow up with no moral compass they grow up I, no moral compass that's true that's so true and and, and i i gotta tell you I'm on my second wife. I'm not perfect either. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't divorce my kids, thank God. I still have them in my life. Uh, but I'm not perfect. I, I, you know what I mean? I, it is what it is. But I know that the best thing, my ex-wife, when I was going through our problems, I said, I'll give you anything you want if you don't take those kids to New Jersey. Because she was from New Jersey. Right. And I was like, and it would have been so easy for her to pack them up and I never would have seen them again. And I was like, you can have a house. You can, have, I'll buy you a car. You can have whatever. Just leave the kids in the area so I can see them. And thank right. God she did that. And you know, I don't feel as bad about. it. I still feel bad, but yes, you uh, have to sacrifice. If that's absolutely, um, I'm also I, I'm divorced um, on my second husband. Uh, but anyways, my daughter, <laughs> I drive her 40, 50 minutes just to get to school every day uh, when she was in school because I'm willing to sacrifice that to make this work with me and her 
her dad, right? Because I want her to have a good life. Here's my, here's my scenario. If I could just have just a few minutes on it. I think what's happening is, so you're getting these parents that feel guilty that, and they don't, they're not, they're never going to say it, but that are, for example, two women, right? That just used two women or two men that are raising Pete Buttigieg and his boyfriend are raising this this little boy up. Right. Okay. And they, they feel, you know, that they feel like, okay, can we really do this? There's no woman in the house. So aren't they giving more coddling time? Aren't they trying to make the child less sad by giving them everything they want and by trying to overcompensate for their choices in life, therefore making a weak child, making a lazy child, because they're doing everything for them because they think we don't want them to be messed up. They, we don't want them to resent us. It's like the parents nowadays are walking on eggshells with their kids. Oh, don't, don't yell at Johnny because he's downstairs playing video games for 12 hours. We don't want him to to be screwed up in life, but that's exactly what they're doing. They're creating a lazy cry baby generation of Antifa's all because they're afraid of what their mistakes were. Do you see what you I'm know, saying? The, we need the to word, get tougher on our kids. The it's word queer like, is, is like not normal. That's what the definition of queer is. It's you've got all this over here and then you got this queer thing over here. That's different. And they bastardized this word. Yeah, These yeah, kids yeah. that are that Buddha judges kids are going to go to school and the rest of those cl- the classmates are going to freaking that kid's going to it's going to hate life. Right. Because it, they're going to know that he's got two dads. And if you think that's not going to come out yeah. in the classroom and then they're going to turn around because Buddha judge got some big government job, they're going to turn around and persecute the whole class for being normal. Yeah. Yeah. Just to accommodate yeah. these little pricks. Yeah. And, and you know, what's interesting, Sean brings up a good point. So as we saw the picture, I think it was on Time magazine, maybe it was a lower class magazine than that. Pete Buttigieg is there with his fake breast feeding his baby. Can you imagine if that boy grows up with That's a lot of testosterone and he goes to school and he's on the football team and someone's like, dude, you were fed with a fake breast by your dad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's And not... you think they're not going to do that? My yeah, kids, will do that, yeah. right my kids <laughs> will do that to your kids. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. My daughter hell would yeah. definitely do it too. He, she would make fun of him and be like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Because that's how she grew up. You don't. Because you got normal and food. you got queer. That's why I said some of these kids will get mad at their parents for putting them through that <laughs> it's kind of like okay. child abuse and then they turn and then they say well who am i my gosh my parents right. did this to right. me right. and now all of a sudden they're latching on to a movement like antifa who accepts them in or to the transgender movement that says come in with open arms you're not mentally ill or, you just don't know who you are you don't need to what, identify as a man and that's what and and that's why i wanted to add on to that because they really don't i mean yeah antifa yes transmissioners yes but they can also go into society as a regular worker and take it out on their co-workers, whether it be in, in, the, um, in the chop shop or whether it be in corporate America. They can take it out on the people because they are angry. They are confused. They don't know. And they have to take out their rage. They have to take out their power that they gain right yeah on somebody else it doesn't have to be it could be but it doesn't have to be antifa and it doesn't have to be black lives matter it doesn't have to be Maybe some militant spouse some militant type of group right the spouse, Beating yeah. their spouse abusing yeah. them because of their yeah. childhood yeah then i saw one guy that was raised by two dykes and <laughs> said that 
you know, he, he said, this is terrible. I, I had, I didn't have a man to, to, you know, lean on and I didn't, I didn't, you know, I did that shit on purpose. No, look, so they came out of no, my head. I was like, oh yeah, you meant, yeah, you're right. Homosexual mafia came out against this guy and tried to get him fired, tried to get him fined. I mean, all because he said that growing up with two lesbian Americans was not uh, conducive to being brought up properly. And here's the thing. We're not trashing your lifestyle, but don't, don't try to push it on us. You you know what I'm saying? Like I'm okay with whatever you want to do, but don't try to indoctrinate the children to do that. Don't write books on how five-year-olds should like other, the same gender. You see what I'm saying? Like there's a fine line. There's a line. Here's the thing. I'm not okay with what y'all do. But I ain't gonna come right out and just blast you for it, like me. Yeah, well, no, 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 the same. I hear you. You really don't, though. No, I for don't. I don't. I, you know, look, tell the look, truth. No, you really you're don't. right. Now, no, I, I like having you, fun. I like having fun. Right, right, exactly. But if somebody asked you, if a transmissioner came up to you and said, "Do you have a problem with me?" Then Hutch is like, "Hell yeah, I got a problem." You know, and I mean, that's right, right, but. For me, take a search before you come yes. up in my face like that. Based on, based on how I was raised, <laughs> I do have a problem <laughs> with that. It's just that I don't just come. I mean, you are who you are. Right, but just don't force it on me, Wayne. Wayne, I say things. I say things like that. I agree with you. Dude. I agree with you. That's I say things like say. that. My cousin's gay, and it's like she doesn't force it on me, so it doesn't bother me when we're together and she's with her girlfriend. It doesn't bother me. But when you start coming to me and telling me, "Well, Jesus in the Bible says you can't eat shrimp, so therefore you're sinning just as much as I am because I'm a lesbian," I don't want to hear it. I don't trans- want to hear it. If a transmissioner come up to me and use a Bible verse, no, I'm going. They've done it to me. I'm going to f them up because I know a whole city that got destroyed just because of that crap. You know, had two names, <laughs> but you know, kind of like Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's kind of like don't start something, there won't be nothing. Like, yeah. just, just be quiet yeah. about it. We're not rubbing you know, it in your face. The reason I say strange. things like that, the reason I say things like that, the reason I called the teachers' union leader a dyke is because to make it look how stupid it is that the woke people are going to bust on me for saying that. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't give them the name. Right. You know, I mean, it is what it is. What do you think you are, normal? <laughs> yeah. Some, if they, if they thought they were normal, would they be pushing it so hard? Would they have to let, ponder this? Would they need their own flag if they just thought they were normal? They need their own flag because they aren't getting the the approval that they want. So they so they need that to push more more of their ideas on people to try to get that type of approval. You see what I'm saying? And what you said about punishment, look at where they go. Look at where they go. Wine Garden, the, the biggest union member, union president in the teacher's universe is a lesbian with no children. And she's in charge of your children. And you look at Lightfoot the same way. Mm-hmm. Mayor of Chicago, yeah. lesbian, no children. Mm-hmm. Angela Merkel, Germany, no children. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the people that have positioned themselves to ruin my freaking children. Right. To tell right. and to tell parents what they can and can't do with children. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're right. And, and to make my child accept the fact 
that being a homosexual is perfectly normal in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, Jesus accepts everybody. That's not true. That, I mean, he'll talk to people and he will give the gospel of, 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 of his father, but he doesn't accept everything. Like, like we said, we could use the Bible for those transmissions. We can also use the Bible for Jesus going through the temple and clearing the temple. He he went in there and kicked ass. Sorry to use that together, but that's what he did. He went in there and and, and kicked people out of his dad's house. He was like, wait a minute, this is my father's house, and y'all coming here gambling and stuff? Get out. Right. You know, and, and I mean and let, yeah. let me just say something. If we made headline news today on the show because we were talking about same-sex marriages, I the biggest thing that I would want to come out of this is the transgender community has the highest suicide and depression rate that there is. It's always and it's 45%. Not be- 45%. And it's not, because, it's not because they're being made fun of. It's because they have mental illness. So as a society, we need to have that uncomfortable conversation on all the news stations, especially because they're bringing transgender politically now, right, Hutch? Rachel Levine, she's in our politics. They're infiltrating our politics. Then we need to have a conversation on why is the transgender community so high likely to commit suicide? What mental illness do they have that this is happening? And how are we allowing them to come into our politics if they are mentally ill? I'm not saying that they shouldn't be. All I'm saying is there has to be bigger studies done on this. If they are that unhappy and they are that unmen- they are that mentally ill, which goes back to one main point. We've got a mental illness problem in this country and it all and starts they, with childhood. And they want acceptance. They want acceptance. For their mental illness. For, for being <laughs> mentally ill. Cultural and, and, Marxism, remember that. Right. I mean, it's like it's like if I walk up and down the street, I'm not walking up and down the street saying, hey, look, I'm waiting to pray. Please. Oh, hey, I'm going to look, 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 accept me. I ain't going like that. I'm just walking up and down the street. I don't have to push nothing on nobody. I don't. Right. My opinions are my opinions. I deliver the facts and news to you. I'll let you do. Now, I might give you that, my opinion and stuff. But I'm telling you straight, you don't have to take my opinion. You don't. Right. I don't even want you to take it. Just look at the stuff that we're talking about and go research and then come with your own opinion. However, when these people come on TV and you're looking at, I was, I was watching a comedian talk about Fox News and MSNBC and um, CNN. He was like, y'all sit down and y'all watch people give, I mean, you watch the story on the news and then you sit there and you listen to their opinion like uh, their opinion tell you what you didn't see so he was like and then by the time that they're done now you you had your opinion and they had your opinion well they had their opinion and they're telling you what you didn't see but by the time the whole segment is over. You're questioning yourself. But well, did I see what I see? <laughs> you know, the, yeah, they're trying. They're trying to push their opinions, or they're trying to push whatever they believe on you. And by the time you get finished listening to that crazy mess that they're giving out, then you're like, "Well, maybe it is okay." You know, I mean, oh, yeah. you know. And now look at Buddha Judge. Look at Buddha. I mean, you look back. Not okay. People don't know anything about Pete Buttigieg. They put him out there, yeah. and nobody has any idea where he came from. 
the father of Democrat hopeful Pete Buttigieg was a Marxist professor. Ah. He spoke fondly of the Communist Manifesto. It's from the Washington Examiner, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. and dedicated a significant portion of his academic career to the work of Italian Communist Party founder Antonio Gramsci, an associate of Vladimir Lenin. Joe Buttigieg, who died in January at the age of 71, immigrated from Malta in the 70s and in 1980 joined the University of Notre Dame faculty where he taught. Can you imagine how many minds he polluted? I mean, you know, these people are out there and nobody knows anything about them. And they come out and they show this. this <laughs> I almost did it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> he probably got passed around. So he um, probably did. Um, you know, it, look. You don't hear this on regular stuff. And 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 the thing is, we still need to keep the family unit, or we need to build the family oh, unit. Man. We need to hold it there and we need to make the family unit strong. Be Think of it like of this, it. ladies and gentlemen. If your family unit is broken, other family units are broken within your little community. If, if the community is broken, your city is broken. If your city is broken, your town, well, your district is broken. If that's broken, it goes all the way up to the state. My now, if you shot. have if you have 50 states that are broken, you can't have United States of America because the because the base level, the root, is broke. And the family unit has not been focused on since the late 60s. In other than a negative way. In, in a negative way. Oh, it's okay. It's a, I don't need a man. It's hard to be in a community and to bring this subject up yeah, because there are so many people that get so, and it's understandable that they get defensive. Can't but the thing is, it. it's not natural, man. We have yeah. to, we have to rebound back. If, if you are a single parent and God bless you, at least you're a parent, but you got to teach your kids that they got to get married before they have kids, man. Well, it, it's a, it's, it's a survival and, thing. And another important point point is people in the country, conservative mostly do better. They want to have kids. They want to have big families. They stay together longer than the urban families. There was a study done from uh, February, 2011 till December of 2012, I think it was. And they proved that people in the country, women in the country wanted to have more kids and wanted to stay together with their husband versus those that were in an urban area. So right now the downfall of our society is focused and we're leaning and counting on these urban areas to get their act together. And what exactly did Wayne say? Or maybe it was you, Hutch. I don't need a man. I can do this all myself. I'm going to be independent. Our urban areas are spider webbing into our communities, causing this havoc. How do we stop it? Well, we're starting to see urban areas leave. They're starting to branch out into the Midwest. They're starting to want more children. For when when I when Obama, I say all roads lead to Obama. I know that. I I think he's the Antichrist. But when Obama got in to office, I noticed a really big change in our society. All of a sudden, my generation was selfish. It was about them. They didn't want to have kids. They wanted to make as much money as they could. And they wanted money off the government as well. So they would take the unemployment checks that Obama was giving them. Mm. They would, they didn't want children. Plus they were trying to work on the side, you know, without getting the taxes taken out, which told me one thing. They loved daddy government and they didn't want to have any kids. And now they were experimenting with same sex because they wanted to see what it was like because they were bored. There was no struggle. 
You see what I'm saying? All you, all you so got to do, if, if you want to look at the pros and cons of the nuclear family, do some research into who's in prison. And you'll see the vast majority of convicts in the United States of America come from single parent families. Living in their vast majority, family. huge, no comparison in the 80s, 80 percentile. Mm-hmm. Dep- well, yes, yes, and no, because you also had different prisons in sure. the in the white collar about- prisons. In the white collar prisons, you have uh, um, uh, uh, families that have spoiled their children to the point where they think that they can get away Word. with anything. In and and they take that idea to corporate America and then they try to cheat people when they realize what the real world is, but I still need what dad and mom got. So I need to cheat people to get it. And then, you know, they like the Bernie Madoffs and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I bet, I bet you Bernie Madoff went through life with both parents, but something went crazy on the thing. And that's why he tried to cheat the people, you know, of, of that stuff too. So yes, yes. Uh, no, good point. Good thing, point. Single parent thing is a great, point that you just made i'm talking about general population in san quentin exactly right 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 <laughs> right 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 but yeah because there are some white collar i mean you're right we, when you said that the first thing i thought of was a whole lot of these corporate people that cheat everyday americans out of their their hard-earned money you and know personally personally to me i wouldn't even put them in prison i'd take all their shit <laughs> <laughs> i take everything now you're poor why are you doing that, Mortimer? Well, um, you know, and it's yeah. interesting because all you want. My 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 aunt argues with me that so not everything starts not everything starts and ends with childhood. She thinks that once yeah. you're 18, you know, you you make up your own minds. But I I always believe that Congress, it's, yeah. it's still ingrained in you. Your childhood has a lot to do with how it you does. are as it a does. as yeah. a person. Oh, yeah. like, there's Sport- a the spoilness that y'all were talking about. I mean, right. you can be spoiled to the point where you want to hurt somebody, you or you can be spoiled to the point where you want to live off somebody, you know, and right. and, and both of them can lead you to the jail. I mean, you know what I right. used to get for Christmas, man? A book. Well, and some good. socks. <laughs> you turned like, out good. But but my boy got a go-kart over there. Mom, I mean, where's my pool table at? You know, Look, I wish my father would have tried to give me a book. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I would have took it too. But, yeah. but my, my point, Pippi Longstocking. Boy, I remember Pippi Longstocking. Oh, forget yeah, it. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but my point bang, was, bang. it all starts from childhood. But it's interesting to see. I know this little story of a man who was homeless and an alcoholic. This, okay? does, this ain't going to get gay, right? No, not at all. There's all two. Right. There was two brothers. One was homeless and alcoholic. Man, the other, family. okay, and his, their father was an alcoholic, and they went to the to the alcoholic father. This is for real. And they said to the alcoholic son, "Why are you like this? You you won't get up. You won't get a job. You're just homeless. All you're doing is drinking all day. You're pathetic." And he says, "Well, it's because my dad was an alcoholic." They go to the other son, who's this really well well known doctor. He's amazing. He has a kids and he's got the nuclear family and he does so great. And they said to him, what motivated you to do this, to become this great person? And he said, well, it's because my father was an alcoholic. Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. See that? So, so it's also how you look. 
at the situation if it will kill you or make you stronger. Unfortunately, kids nowadays don't have the critical thinking skills, so it's just killing them. It's just annihilating them, and then they become these weak people. But Calling the herd a little bit. You can't constantly yeah. be a victim. If you always make yourself the victim, That's gr- this yeah. is what you're going to get. That's a great you know, question. That's a great question from Lisa too. Wayne, what happened to tough love? I tell, I tell you exactly what happened to tough love. People got sensitive. People got sensitive because they tough love, kids. tough love hurts feelings, right. but it also builds character. See, both of those things work together. It hurts feelings because you think that you're going around doing here the right thing and stuff. But guess what? No, 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 no. You made a mistake. You made a mistake, and you might have made it on purpose. So look, I love you. But I'm gonna have to discipline you this way, and I ain't look, and I ain't talking about physical stuff either. I'm just talking about when you make a mistake, you got to get correction in a way that you don't make that mistake anymore. So however you do it, but it's tough love. My dad told me many times, "I love you," before he disciplined me. But he, but when it got to punishment, I love you. I got to punish you though. Right. And don't come out of it like the victim. Make it, make it a lesson learned. Don't come out of it like a victim. We've got way too many victims in this country right now. than we do the John Wayne's, the survivors, the tough ones. We're making a country full of victims. I agree with that. I mean, it's something that's, uh, you know, you look at a bunch of government. What? But the government has enforced it. I mean, they, you know, they've they've created these agencies that want to get into people's families' lives, and you know, you you, you start listening about national stories. They happen every week. You know, people's yeah. family dysfunction becomes like a a matinee movie episode or something. You know, it, it's uh, I don't know. It's not sacred anymore. You know, it, it's hard to run a family if if you're a public person or anything like that, or uh, I'm, I'm talking in circles here, but it, it, it's, it's the family is so important that we have to figure out a way right. how to get it back. I mean, it's been identified yeah. Wayne. I know I've said this before, but it's one of those things that sticks in my mind, man. Mm-hmm. We had that guest on uh, Ennis. I forget his first name. Uh, it was, it was Roy Ennis's son, Niger. Niger, Ennis. Niger Ennis. And he told us, we were talking about the black community mm-hmm. and he told us, he said something that I never thought of before, but he was so spot on. And when I say black community in this context, I'm talking about the single parent community, which is not just the black community, but it was at one time. Right. And he said, listen, guys, whatever starts in the black community is coming to your community guaranteed. And you think about that and you think about Motown or you think about fashion or you think about just a whole lot of anything and it's in all communities and it started in a black community. If you think this is a black community issue, you're kidding yourself. This is an American issue that we have to fix. If we're going to be, because being a great country, isn't all there is. We have to be, and we were before we have to be a good country. We have to be good people. Right. And the very idea of raising your children is the epitome of whether you're good or not. And it's so hard to raise your children when you have the government working against you, because what's happening is they're 
Right. They're taking that victim mentality and they're embracing it. The Democrats are embracing it. The liberals are embracing it. Some of the Republicans are embracing the victim mentality. They're holding it up on a pedestal and they're saying, look, you guys are the victims and we can help you. And what did they do in Loudoun County? In Loudoun County, the people finally realized that the freaking government is trying to replace the parent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what they found out in Loudoun County. These people are saying that we don't have any input into our children's education. And they're saying it with a straight face. And they're sending government police onto our butts when we try to protect our kids. Mm -hmm. That's what they're trying to do, replace you. Yeah. 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 And and they've been doing government. They they have honed it. I mean, it's it's almost like they're experts at doing it, and then they get to a place. Actually, it's almost like they're experts at separating the child from their parents or or pulling that away. So maybe Joe Biden should be paying uh, America's families four hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> for um, separating kids. Um, uh, Find some honest pastors and give them some money. That's another thing too. The church, the church has lost uh, their mission from what it was thirty and forty years ago. Because I remember when I mean, look, I remember when churches used to go out and and um, uh, be very prominent in the community. They used to visit you, talk to you, uh, used to be able to eat at the church, have events, right? Have events. Families used to come and bring food together Sunday afternoon. People in the church are sitting down eating together and and and, so, and I remember in the eighties, in the late eighties, I saw it happen because for me, you know, I I grew up in the church, so I grew up when the church was when the women when the when the women had to wear white shirts and black uh, skirts. That's and the church hats. I was. That's the church I grew up. Yeah, hats. chapel caps. Yeah, um, <laughs> chapel caps. Chapel caps. But um, no, I mean, I remember, I remember watching how church was when I was growing up, and in the late '80s and the '90s, church to me, to me, church music started to bring in influential rappers, uh, uh, secular music type of stuff. Yeah. And the way that I saw it, correct me if I'm wrong, but the church is supposed to be. The lighthouse, uh, the standard. Yeah, not the in, in, in darkness. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to flock to the church because, or that's the way I've always seen it. It's dark all outside the church, but the church light is on. It's almost like a lighthouse. So you start going toward the lighthouse. That church attracts those who want to fix theirself, or at least mm-hmm. that's what I used to think. In the late 80s and 90s, it seemed like the church went out to get the secular side and brought in all of those types of things into the church. Mm-hmm. And when you bring those, when you bring that type of outside influences and stuff into the church, and then it starts taking over the church, mm-hmm. then there's no moral there anymore. Right. You know, I it's mean, because they be, they tried to become relevant. 
They, tried, and they didn't right. have to be because right. the Bible's always relevant. Church is right. always, always relevant. Right. They didn't have right. to try to be cool for the younger generation. You right. have to wait for the younger generation to come to you. They always right. will because they'll be misled down that path. They always have been. Those that aren't, they were going to be lost anyways. So yep. what the church should have done was just stayed where they were and what they were doing because it's worked for thousands of years. But instead, they tried to go woke in their own way. Mm-hmm. And it did. Oh, they work. did. They did go woke. I, I left my church right. because of that. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, that's, that, and that's you, the problem. Right. With what no, happened. Right. They they start the church starts accepting things that they don't. That totally they don't leftist. Think totally they don't leftist. Think, totally. I was I was an Episcopal member of the Episcopal Church my entire life, and I mean I wasn't as like every day like you Wayne, but every Wednesday. I was at church. We had a WAP, the Wednesday afternoon program, and we'd go in there and we'd play basketball and yeah. we'd eat dinner and we'd have church classes mm-hmm. and we had a great time and we knew each other and I was in the choir and then I was an acolyte. So I went Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. and then I started growing up and, and right when Obama came in mm-hmm. and I knew they were yeah. doing other things before that. Yeah, You know, the first thing was they had to have a female pastor. Yeah. That was the first battle. They got her. Then they had to have a homosexual pastor, mm-hmm. and they got them. And now, now here I am. There. I'm watching the news on uh, the network news, and here is the head of the Episcopal Church's seminary where they teach all the priests and all the pastors and all the rectors, and she is shilling for Obamacare on television. Yeah. And I'm going, why in the hell yeah. are you out here pitching a communist health care program you're supposed to be a church member. Yeah. Hush. What Next thing the- I know, they got Black Lives Matter banners on the $75 million church building. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm Hutch, going, why? Hutch, what about the preacher that said, not a man, a woman? <laughs> then they Remember had, that? Right. Then they Remember had, that? they didn't that even like use the Bible. Ago. They didn't even use the Bible anymore. They got their own, their own like prayer book that they, they wrote. Rachel, mm-hmm. Rachel Levine was sworn in on an iPad. It wasn't even a Bible. It was a Chinese communist worshiping but I, haven't been back, I haven't been back since. They can kiss my ass. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that, man. I got to I mean, find another church. I remember. I, I remember hearing. Um, I remember hearing this guy say, uh, back in the day, pastors, real pastors, and um, real preachers, real evangelists used to preach the gospel of the yeah. Bible. Right. Gospel of the Bible is what brought the people word. in. The word it brought people in. Like I said, in the in after the eighties, <laughs> when they start bringing in the secular stuff, they start getting into inspirational, and they left the gospel out. There so, isn't even the Bible so in the pew. Exactly. So right, they took out the hymnals, take out the um, the Bibles, and now what you have is a whole Book of lot common of, prayer. Common prayer, common right. songs, and to make you feel good, the the God. But everybody <laughs> knows is the gospel keeps you. Right. Inspiration is you feel good for that church service, and after you leave out, you're like, huh. I'm sure you I'm know. The good. other thing, the other thing that makes me mad is that churches are not some kind of untouchable organizations. Churches throughout, I'm just going to go with American history right now. Churches throughout American history have been very political and very important to the community and, and in 
guiding people on the right path. And when these churches, when they don't do any research at all, they rip their congregants off. When they have a Black Lives Matter banner on the thing because they think that black people are really cool and they matter. And who doesn't think that? Everybody knows that. But they didn't even do any research about this Marxist organization. Or they bring the imam in from Iraq to, to coexist in our church and have no idea what the history of Islam and Christianity is. They have no idea that they've been trying to wipe us off the earth since 700 right. AD. You know, right. they want to point they want to point at the Crusades at like it was an offensive operation. If it wasn't for the Crusades, Western civilization would be gone. Gone. And to your point, what alarms me the most and how I know that, you know, we always say that our country keeps going left. We need to get back in the middle and then maybe a little bit further right. Uh, you can fight the Republican just, Party for that. Yes, mm. you can. And and actually, that's what I want to bring up. I don't know why we're not getting loud about this. I can't believe that this was an ex- We literally let this news cycle pass, what I'm about to say, in one day, and I'm not hearing anything about it. And the Republican Party should be running with this, and they're not. Biden said that Pope Francis told him he's a good Catholic <laughs> amid his criticism over his abortion views. Our, the Pope, the Pope said, Joe, Joe, you're a good Catholic, even though you're okay with killing babies to the ninth trimester. What are you talking about? What, I mean, he literally told Joe that he's a good Catholic, for uh, mm-hmm. that he's okay to kill babies? I'll God, tell him. Should I be alarmed about this? Like, I feel like this is, he's a bad this is pope. crumbling. This he's is a bad yeah, pope. Yeah, yeah, he's a horrible pope. Pope, pope Francis, uh, okay, Biden's a good Catholic. Guess what, Pope? You're a good communist. <laughs> That's like saying- Francis the Red. Francis the Red. That's you. A lot of people have been complaining about Francis, though. I, you know, a lot of people, even Catholics, some Catholics, re- had, especially Catholics, have been, yeah, ha, ha, have been complaining about his progressive views and stuff, too. So, I mean, it's not the first time he gets that. all in the economics and the Green New yeah. Deal, and he gets everywhere. Yeah, he what does. would Jesus do? I mean, you got to look at it and say, what would Jesus do looking at the eyes of the Pope when he says to Joe Biden, You're a good Catholic just because you want to kill babies? Well, I, I can't I think, imagine that would be okay wow. with, with, with right? Check out what, check out what, what she says here. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, that's pretty rough. I didn't know that. Thank you, Martina. Yeah. Martina? Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Martina's wonderful. I hope your daughter's doing well. He's the first pope from um, from Germany. Is that right? I don't know. No, no, no. There was, a, there was another one. There was another Martina one. Martina would know. Martina, is he the first pope from Germany? She would know. <laughs> do you think we are in end times? I think the audience no. wants to do a little questionnaire with all uh, of us. Not yet. Nope. I have, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not going there. I'm telling you, I, I think, I think we're going to, I think we're going to come back. I think we're going to come back with a vengeance. Are we going to build back better? Well, no, we're <laughs> going to go. We're going to leave off where we were, or start off where we left off. Uh, we were I'm on happy that this is all coming to fruition. I'm Me happy too. that we're seeing all this for what it is. Because maybe we won't fall like the Romans. Maybe we won't fall because we're being made aware of it. Because there's a hell of a lot of amount of people right now fighting for what is good in this country. Fran- Francis, Francis wasn't. Damn, uh, we started German. a war in the chat room, man. Benedict, <laughs> Benedict, uh, the one that left, the um, um, the Pope that resigned. He was German. Francis wasn't German. But, but back to the been, back to the question. There's only been two German. Posts. Okay. 
we got to get we got to get back to the to the basics. We can do this, man. We got to have faith in ourselves. We're a great country. The- we got some we got some people in there. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, we're just for exposing all this uh, cancer because it was right. right under this other surface. Hell, I didn't even know it was there. Yeah. No, not to the extent that that we're finding out uh, that yeah, it is, an and invisible- when it's there. You know, the, the sun will, will clean this out. You know, I mean, it's, uh, we're either going to accept it or we're not. It's up to us. Right. It's not up to the government. It's not up to the military. It's up to us. But I think, I think the problem, again, the problem is the family unit isn't, isn't being fixed because a whole lot of people aren't focused on it. People are focused on other things. And the people that are focused on it are trying to break it. And then secondly, the things that it's crazy. People aren't focused on the family to fix the family, but the stuff that they're supposed to be focused on, their minds are in so many different places. They aren't focused on anything. And that's why the liberal agenda, the progressive agenda is coming up in between all the things that everybody is, is worried about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and look, I'm not saying that you can't walk and chew bubblegum at the same time, but you aren't getting any real, results from the things that you are supposed to be focused on. But the other side is getting results because they're pushing a whole lot of crap. They're pushing a whole lot of crap and making people accept it. They're making people accept these things instead of people fighting. No, no, wait a minute. Oh, you do what you want to do, but don't, but no, that we are, America's going this way. And you, now, now, if you want to go along the side, you can do that. Nobody's saying that you can't. But don't rock the boat. The, the boat is going this way for America. We, we we all win when we're all rowing. But everybody can't get on top and say, this is what I want to do. This is Because then the boat ain't going nowhere. And the Democrats I, know that. They know the conservative way of living is the best way to live. So, oh, therefore, that's why they have to try to break it up and, yeah, and, and, and build it back the way they look at it as better. Because yeah. they know in the end, the nuclear family, the conservative way of living is yeah. the best way to live. They and if it. that's the case, they never get voted back in again. Let me add this too. Let me let me add this real quick because I know we're getting close here. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, damn it. Be Americans. You do this, you recreate the family, you solve the you rescue the family, and you don't ask anybody freaking permission to do it. Right. You do it. You take your right. It's your God-given right. Screw this government and anybody that works for them or the media or anybody or your neighbor or anybody else. You do what's right and you do it unequivocally and unapologetically mm-hmm. and we'll win. Yeah, we'll win big, big. Nobody, nobody in government, nobody in government, in higher government can bring the family back together again. That starts with us. That starts with you in your house. Now, you could have a preacher that might become the president, but he gets in front of the podium and he's going to say whatever he wants to say. That's not going to bring your family back. What brings your family back is you sitting down with your your family and 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 becoming one again. And you can do that in many different ways. But family meetings, remember them? Family meetings. Put the damn yeah. phone down. Put the yeah. put the goddamn phone down. And start understanding. Yeah, I thought I was going to say something, didn't you? Um, start understanding each other again. Start li- start talking to each other again. You, 
I don't know whether y'all ate together. Start eating again and start taking trips and experiencing life because life, like we said before, life is too short. We're only here but a short time, y'all. We're only here but a short time. And most people are spending more time on this phone now than to spend time with their family. This is people's family. This is people's family now. Families are now texting each other in the same house. One person's up, one person's upstairs, one person's downstairs. When I was young, wait. You know, Get my dad would tell me, my dad's, I don't talk long distance. Show <laughs> ass down here. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> my, my father used to hit past three levels. Wait. <laughs> Get down here. Talking about no texting. <laughs> in the same house? Hey, Grandma, can I get another one of them grape sodas? <laughs> no, I hate that commercial. You come down and everybody eating. Why you know what I tell me? We eat <laughs> at such and such time, and you should have been down here. Now you wash the dishes. <laughs> Last sure. thoughts, people. Last thoughts. Proverbs train children in the way they should go. When they grow old, they won't depart from it. What scripture is that? Proverbs 22. Go to Proverbs 23 and 13. What's that one? Yeah, no, no, no. Just read it. Well, um, I can't. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't have, I have the capability. That's just the one that I wanted to talk about today, so I wrote oh, it down. Damn it. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to say that. Hey, oh, we're boy. talking Jesus here. You swear. I know. I'm, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Super show, you guys. Thanks for the great show. I think... Uh, the audience really loved our topics. I mean, just a huge amount of positive response. That's wonderful. Thank you. It wouldn't be possible without you. You are also our family. Proverbs 23 and 13. Withhold not correction from the child. <laughs> For if thou beatest him with a ride, he will not die. <laughs> so that means beat his ass with a stick. stick. Ladies and gentlemen, it's in the Bible, okay? That, I mean, that's what the Bible says. Hey, you got whoopings from your grandma, didn't you say? With those, uh, what are those things that your grandma beat you with? Those little weeds, Wayne? They're called switches there, um, sugar yeah. bridges. Switches. And if you're oh, no. in the city, okay. if you're okay. in the city, um, oh my God, that would be a pimp cane. You got to have a pimp cane. Got a pimp cane. If you're in the city, you know, that's just whacking with that one time. We got a belt. If you're out here in the country, you got the belt. The the, the, the the next scripture from twenty shall beat him with a rod and shall deliver his soul from hell. Joe Biden's soul needs delivered from hell. My dad, my dad gave me those two scriptures and commenced to beating my tail. <laughs> and the whole time, the whole time that he that he was beaten, or the whole time that I was getting a weapon. I kept I that that twenty three thirteen just cemented right. I I was like, I can hide all the paddles, but I can't hide that verse. That verse is in the Bible. <laughs> That's giving him permission to beat my tail. So there you go. We are going over. We're going to finish the week on uh, on locals. Make sure that you sign up for local WayneDupree.locals.com. Okay. Let me get this out of here. Oh, oh my gosh, it's oh. so important for you to sign up. My gingerbread are going to be on there, Wayne. Oh yeah, that's right. She got three gingerbread houses. Y'all need to vote on we those. Make them each. We're going to be making them. My family makes them 
pretty much till Christmas. And then at the end, you guys right before Christmas are going to vote on who wins the contest. There you go. Three gingerbread houses. So please sign up. So that way we get a winner. Yeah, exactly. I hope it's mine. (laughs) You can, you can sign up. You can sign up for a whole year and get two months free. I think, I think that's how it is. Or you can use the, I support you code up there and get one month free. Uh, just try it out, you know, just try it out. And um, if you have any issues, just let us know. And if you are a member, thank you. I want to let you know, you can type, you can post. It is your community. It's just like a Twitter timeline. It's just like a Facebook timeline. You can type, okay, on that website. Right. Some people are asking, well, Wayne, why would I... That looks like those good candies. I like That's it. the old school. See, I'm old, right? That That's is the old, old school Christmas candy right there. I love that. Yeah, it is. Candy. You're right. You're it's right. So delicious. You see that um the green one and the white one? Yeah. The I used to love yeah. oh, oh, and and then yeah. ribbons. There's the green, only one up in there. The green leaves. The green yep. solid. Yeah, those are some old Italian stuff. Like hey, that. some people yeah. are like, well, now what what do I get if I sign up for locals? Like, what's the difference between the communities? And I will tell you, if you sign up with the code I support you, where you sign up for I think it's like five dollars a month, or you can decide what you pay, you get exclusive content that nobody else can see except right. for those that are in the membership. So yeah. for example, when we leave here, we actually go and do another show. It's like a mini Thank show. You. Just special for these. You can also see pictures of Hutch and Cutie Batutie when he was like 21. You can see Wayne's food, his pork chops. You can see my gingerbread houses where you can't see anywhere else. So it's like this exclusive. It's an ugly gingerbread house contest. <laughs> it's supposed to be ugly. No, it's Those cute. Those things tasted nasty way. back in the day. They were all in a little, in a little, in a little <laughs> crazy way. Says, it is cute though. Look what Becky says. Locals is amazing and the awesome after show. I can't. It's wait only two minutes, it. folks. It's it's quick, but two minutes. <laughs> you know, we have a good time. Seventeen minutes. <laughs> but you got it. You got to join up. There's some really cool stuff on there. Yep. So we're getting ready to go over there. We're gonna um, sooner or later we're gonna find out how to do it live, but we do record it right after this. I get it up there before two o'clock so that y'all can watch it and share it from there. So y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. 